don't let your starting mentality, which is like bullshit anyway, stop you from doing it. Um, or even if you've been at it for a while, but you still wonder like, oh, but like, can I pay this person? Then like all this responsibility, la 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 la, feel into your own heart, feel into your truth. Do you trust yourself? Do you trust life? Do you trust the universe or whoever the fuck you trust that they will, you know, they will make sure you're going to be okay. Hello and welcome to the Wild Sexy Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Christina, and this podcast is your space to remember who the fuck you are and to claim all the abundance you know you're here for. Each episode will help you calibrate to living your most sensual, pleasure-filled life while growing a business that has you dripping in orgasmic ecstasy. Welcome or welcome back to the Wild Sexy Abundant Podcast. Hello from beautiful, beautiful Porto, which is where I'm currently at. And you know, like an hour ago or so, I asked you guys on Instagram if you would love to hear more about, you know, my thoughts on building a team, my own team, my experiences, la di da di da. And you all, you know, reacted very excitedly. And I was like, you know, let's just do that right away. I literally, you know, finished sipping my coffee. We were in this beautiful cafe. And I went into a shop that I was already in yesterday, went back, bought a dress. <laughs> I tried on like five fucking dresses in that shop yesterday. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. But then like, you know the deal. You can't stop thinking about it. But then actually there was one dress that was on the under the window doll or however you call these things, those puppet kind of thingies. Um, and I wanted that dress. And I kind of knew, you know, funny story about life, right? I kind of knew I wanted that dress already yesterday. I went into the shop because I saw that dress. But then in the shop, they had like a giant variety of that same dress with different prints. And so, you know, shy Christina was there and she didn't dare, <laughs> I have to laugh as I say this, she didn't like dare to ask for that dress because there were like so many other ones. And like, you know, it wasn't like that. I was like, oh, I really want to try this one on, but I don't dare to ask. But it was more like, oh my God, look at all these beautiful dresses. And then I was like choosing from those that were hanging in the shop versus, you know, asking, hey, but like there's this different pattern that you have outside on the doll. Can I get that one? Anyhow, um, yeah, shy Christina took over a little bit yesterday. But then bold Christina today was like, I want this fucking dress. So I just quickly went back after my coffee, didn't even try it on. I was like, I want this. And now I'm back in our cute apartment. It's really, really gorgeous. And, you know, I was like, let me just let me just quickly sit down and record this for you because this is something about business that you may already know, you may now be happy to be reminded of, like, when you're inspired, just do the damn thing. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I know sometimes, especially when we're talking feminine business, <sighs> it can be so easy to feel like, oh, but I don't want to burn myself out. I don't want to hustle, you know, but it's like, if you're passionate you're passionate if you're inspired you're inspired and like then stopping yourself is just holding yourself back and like yes there is this element where we are just like super inspired and we just go 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 and then like a few days later we're like holy fuck that was exhausting but even if that happens to you sometimes that's okay you know I still believe um and maybe you've actually ever heard me talk about it because I don't even talk about this so often especially not in my free content I don't know it just doesn't happen but like I do believe in working <laughs> holy fuck do I believe in working you know, I, I really don't work so much in terms of hours, but I'm like a devoted fucking businesswoman. And you will see also throughout this episode what I mean by that. Because as we're going to be talking about teams, I have some very strong boundaries and thoughts and opinions and la di da di da, which I know you're going to be able to take a lot from. But anyhow, when you are inspired, just do the damn thing. You know, you will have times in your business where you're more busy and then you're going to, you know, be called into rest and you're going to have times where you just 
a bit more like going at the flow. But like I've definitely seen this a lot where especially when we're looking to build a feminine business, um, actually a past client just posted this in a live the other day or actually today. I don't know. I just saw it like a couple of minutes ago and she said, and this was so fucking accurate, um, she said that a lot of people when they want to grow a feminine business, what they actually do is running a wounded feminine business, which is, you know, instead of running, coming from really from the flow and the inspiration and this creation energy that we have as women, they are coming from this energy of like, you know, just laying in stairness. I don't think that's English. (laughs) How do I say this? But just they're like freezing or like they're, they're leaning back, but it's like the kind of lean back of like opting out, right? To me, it's like, I love this energy of being leaned back, but leaned in, if that makes sense. And I know a lot of people, they're so afraid to fall back into the hustle based on like their own past experiences. Maybe they have been burnt out in the previous job or whatever, or they are just like, I don't want to hustle. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to hustle. But it's like, there can be a beauty in the hustle, but I just personally would never call it the hustle. It's just like the devotion to my fucking mission, the devotion to the thing I'm building, right? And, you know, long story short, I was like, I could be running around in Porto right now. And I will do that right after this episode. But I was like, let me just record this, you know, as I as I'm on fire for this episode. And instead of then at some point and this happened to me before, like quite a few times, which we learned from our mistakes, right? We learned from the times where we did make our lives complicated. It happened to me a lot of times, actually, where I had an idea. I asked you guys, would you be interested in hearing that and doing that? La 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 la. And then everyone was like, yes, let's do it. And I was like, let's do it. But then I didn't do it. And then like two months later, I'm like, fuck, I didn't do it. (laughs) Or it was like, oh, now I kind of should still be doing it, but I don't really feel it anymore. So for me, this is something, you know, little side note, like I said, this is something that I really had to learn that I fucking love that I did (laughs) because it makes your life so much easier. But yes, you see me and I hope this inspires you right now. You know, I'm in beautiful Porto right now, like gorgeous fucking city. And I will enjoy this further. I mean, we had a beautiful brunch in the morning. We also had a bit of a stressful morning. I'm not going to go into the details of that. But um, anyhow, we had a beautiful morning, enjoyed some beautiful brunch. And, you know, now it's the perfect time to just sit here for a minute and talk to you and record this precious episode. Anyhow, let's talk about building your team in your business, my thoughts, experiences, tips, whatever. You're going to get out of this, as always, whatever you're meant to get out of this episode. So where do we start this? I guess for me, what I want to say first is that if you're just starting your business, you're going to be your whole team, usually, you know, like you're going to be the salesperson, you're going to be the content person, the marketing person, the email marketeer, you're going to be the bookkeeper, you're going to be the tax person, you're going to be what the fuck ever, you're going to be all the team members in one person. Uh, At least that's the the case for a lot of people. I know some people outsource really, really early. And in a way I did. But what I outsourced in the beginning, like right away, literally was my taxes because I'm German (laughs) and I've grown up in a rather strict family And that meant for me that I'm like always afraid to do something wrong in the in the legal realms, like super fucking scared. And I was like, I hated math. I'm like someone, you know, I'm the typical typical person, like everything in school was super easy for me. And math was just like, I hated it. I just hated numbers so much. And for me, I was like, there is no fucking way that I'm going to do my own taxes. Like, I don't want to land in jail and there's good chances that I would if I do this myself. So literally, basically, the second I um, the second I started my business, I also, you know, hired a tax accountant. And actually, that's already maybe the first lesson, like no regrets here. And it's actually quite of a dramatic story. Um, but I basically, you know, just took my parents' tax accountant because, like, you know, I was just brand new in business. I didn't know shit. And I was like, 
my parents have a tax accountant. Hey, can you help me? <laughs> you know, super easy, which, you know, we like to let it be easy. At the same time, and here's the lesson, um, at the same time, this person was not specialized in either self-employment or online business. And, you know, to me, and this is, remember this, where we always get to fucking trust our intuition. My intuition already back then was telling me that you need someone who is specialized in online business. You need someone who understands the thing, right? Like when it comes to your business, because to me, I was like, online business just comes with different kinds of expenses as well. You know, like my parents, they maybe buy like a school bag at some point. But for me, in my online business and how I see things, I'm going to be purchasing things that may not make sense to like the average person. And like, I want to deduct them from my taxes. And I don't want to feel like, you know, my tax accountant thinks I'm crazy or I have to like convince them that this is a business expense or whatever. And so back then, my intuition was telling me to find someone who specialized in online business, but I didn't. And, you know, that was fine. Like I said, it's a bit of a dramatic story because actually how I ended up going to someone else is because my my tax accountant, um, yeah, did, did suicide. It's it's fucking yeah, I don't I still don't really know what to say about it. Um, but yeah, that's actually how that ended. That sounds horrible. Um, that's actually, yeah, how I landed with another tax accountant. That's still the tax accountant I have today. Um but yeah, anyhow, <sighs> this was a bit of a random moment in this podcast, but I felt like now I told you that that was actually a bit of a dramatic story and I didn't say anything dramatic, but that's the Dramatic story. Um, anyhow, so that was that. I immediately hired a tax accountant and like personally can recommend because from the beginning, it immediately gave me the feeling or like a sense of safety in the sense of like, okay, like I'm not majorly fucking anything up here. I'm not like breaking the law because I'm not having a clue about shit. And like to me, right, we've all heard this before. It's like, if you don't know shit about something, you either get excited to learn it or you find someone else to do it for you. You find the expert. Like if you break your arm, you go to a doctor, you don't think, oh, I'm going to look this up on YouTube and like learn how to <laughs> how to like fix my arm or whatever. And to me, this is the same with business. Like, and it's, it's actually that simple. I want to highlight that here. To me, it's that simple. Like either when I have something in my business that like that I feel like I need to do, I want to do or whatever. It's like, do I desire to learn this thing if I don't already know it or do I not? And sometimes I am actually quite excited to do certain things myself, even when like, you know, maybe I shouldn't, you know, like maybe it's something that a lot of people be like, oh, you should just outsource that. You should just out. And I'm like, but I kind of like doing it myself. Like I really genuinely do. To me, this is a fun part in my business. Um, but like, for me, it's like, if there's something I want to do, I don't know how to do, do I want to learn it? If yes, awesome, let's learn it. If I don't want to learn it, then awesome, let's outsource it. But of course, in the beginning, I didn't really have the funds to do so. With that being said, though, um, like I said, this is going to be my thoughts, experiences and tips. So just because I've done a certain thing, I've done it in a certain way, doesn't mean that you have to walk this exact same path. I know you know this, but here's your reminder. So bear in mind with all of this, like sometimes I'll probably say, you know, let's keep in mind, but like, let's keep in mind, this is my way. And I'm sharing that because I know that can be inspiring and helpful but also there's like 10 million other ways to go about it. And like I said, I know some people, um, they they outsource like right from the start. And remember, manifestation is a real thing. So we can always manifest. Well, actually, huh, let's quickly talk about that. Actually, first of all, we can manifest team members, right? So like I know a lot of times we make finding team members the super heavy thing. And it's like you can write in your fucking journal <laughs> like who you want, right? And then this person will make their way into your life one way or the other. Um, so we can manifest team members and we can manifest them finding us, us finding them, whatever. And we can also manifest 
having the funds to pay team members, right? This is what I mean. Like some people, they they may think they don't have the funds. You may think like, oh, but I'm just like so early on. I don't have the funds to like pay pay someone. But you know how fucking manifestation works, right? You do the thing when you're guided, led to do the thing. And then you watch how it unfolds without having the plan. I mean, sometimes we do have the plan immediately, but a lot of times we don't, especially when we're talking about quantum growth. We never know the exact way until we've walked it, right? And so we can absolutely, you know, hire that person and trust that this person coming into our business, coming to help us, will like effortlessly and easily help us, you know, make the money that's going to pay them, right? So like, if you do feel, hey, I would love to have some support from the start, don't let your starting mentality, which is like bullshit anyway, stop you from doing it. Um, Or even if you've been at it for a while, but you still wonder like, oh, but like, can I pay this person? And like all this responsibility, la 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 la, feel into your own heart feel into your truth. Do you trust yourself? Do you trust life? Do you trust the universe or whoever the fuck you trust that they will, you know, they will make sure you're going to be okay. And yeah, with that being said, I do absolutely think that if it feels right for you, you should hire just whenever, even if you think you're not ready. Anyhow, that's a little side note here again but yeah in the beginning you're gonna be the whole fucking team and also you have a whole team inside of you we talk about this in depth in feminine fortune it's um my money and sales program and it's a concept that like everyone who walks through it and gets to know this process holy fuck it literally changes lives but like in the beginning you have your whole team inside of you and you are literally the whole team and that's something yeah like I said you can either love that and like love that mentality of like you know I'm all the people I love learning this I love learning that and you know be all these things or you're like fuck it I want to just like immediately outsource it and not do it what I do want you to understand though if you're listening and you're more on the starting side of business you do need to learn the things Like, you know, I'm all for laissez-faire, you do you, la 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 la. But what I know and noticed with a lot of people who are more in the early days of their business, um, they just underestimate that like being a marketeer is like a whole fucking job. Being a salesperson is like a whole fucking job. Being a bookkeeper is like a whole fucking job. And I know that a lot of people in the beginning are so stressed, but they're not stressed because they feel like they need to do all the things. It's because they feel like they need to do all the things and they just don't know shit. And again, manifestation, manifest the money, the time, the energy, the resources for being able to learn the things, for receiving the support that you need. Because a lot of people, they start their business and especially nowadays, right? Like online businesses, you see everyone and their aunt having an online business and like telling you how to grow your online business when they haven't done it themselves. But it's like, you need to learn how to sell. You need to understand marketing. And it's like, yes, universe and all. And like, there's so much magic we can play with totally. But like, there's also this element of strategy that just matters. And this is why I create some of the programs like I have, for example, the basics bundle, Or also we have elements of strategy in Feminine Fortune. Well, we do have elements of strategy in fucking everything, basically. Um, That has, you know, yeah. Yeah, actually, we do have it in everything. (laughs) Let's, Let's not kid ourselves. And it's like, those elements matter. Like, they don't matter more than, you know, the whole energetic pieces and the whole magic that we can play with. Like, you know, I'm so here for that. But, like, don't make your own life hard by pretending that you're a salesperson when you just have no clue about sales, like learn it, you need to learn it. And if you want to grow fast, you know, knowing about how to create great content and all of these things, it just, it just matters. And most of us, well, this is actually maybe a whole other episode, but we can quickly tap into this. Like when I always say, just like, listen to your heart, follow your heart. I 100,000% stand with that. The problem is that a lot of people are so disconnected from their heart that they don't really hear and feel what their heart is saying. Or they do, but they're just going to ignore it because they're used to ignoring it. And, you know, then saying, oh, just 
you do you follow your heart trust your intuition it's like but the whole thing is like it's like there's a veil over it and you can't properly see hear feel what you're meant to see hear and feel does that make sense so this is like a whole like I said this is like a whole other conversation but this definitely matters here as well like I don't want you to like struggle so much in your business because you don't understand that you're the whole team and therefore you need to have some of the skills or a lot of the skills that each team member would have so like definitely does not hurt slash I would personally recommend if you are not already coming from like a marketing background sales background whatever learn those things understand these things and like to me I've I've always said like I always knew I was going to be like either a pop star or someone in event or marketing um and I just breathe marketing I've always have and I just love marketing I've always been like analyzing things and trying to understand like how does this work Ooh, what is moving there like it's just completely fun to me I've always loved it so I've always had a natural background in marketing and then also I studied media so I did learn quite a lot about like videography and you know had all these creative projects and shit and like that did help me when I get started and then I actually worked in like a pretty well-known company in Germany who were like I think very fucking innovative when it came to influencer marketing and content marketing and Instagram marketing so like I have quite the background on these things so when I started I already knew a lot about these things which didn't mean that I stopped learning right but like yeah that's the whole thing even then I didn't stop learning so when you're just starting out this is your loving reminder you're wearing all the hats which means you need to understand the different roles that you have and then with that as always find the ways to let it be easy for yourself okay (sighs) Now we got that covered. I feel like I'm talking so fast, but I just have like a lot to say. And I'm a bit like, uh, uh, uh. I had two coffees already today. That's probably, that's probably helping. Anyhow, um, I want to share some, some general thoughts on teams. And I think then we'll just, we'll just go from there. So to me, because this is also like opinions and shit, because I know you want to hear more of those. To me, what is one of my big pet peeves where I'm like, you know, you do you. But also, here's my take on this. I feel like in the online space, it's like such a trend to like have a team. It's so cool to have a team. My team here, my team there. And it's like who the fuck is your team? Like, are you even a proper team? Or like, I don't know, like, maybe you get what I'm saying. Maybe you feel the same way. I've definitely caught myself quite a few times where I'm like, oh, if you need a team to feel cool, I don't know, man. You know, like, I believe when it comes to having a team, this is to me a bit more of like the masculine part of the business. Like, it needs to be efficient. It needs to do what it needs to do. You know what I mean? For me, having a team, it was never something I desired to have for the sake of having it because it sounded cool. In fact, I sometimes still think like, yeah, like we are a team, but it's not like, you know, I'm actually going to meet um my old, well, she was never my boss, but she was my, like one of my first ever freelance jobs was in that company. I'm going to meet her actually to, tonight, tonight, today, later today for a coffee And like they have a team, you know, it's like a multi, multi, multi multi-million dollar company, like, you know, tons of like actual employees and everything. And to me, that's a team. And like having a bunch of freelancers who barely know each other. I don't know. To me, that doesn't feel so much like a team. Maybe that's just me. But like for me, as long as I work with a lot of freelancers, like we all have a Slack together and like there is a lot of, well, a lot. Mostly I communicate with each person individually and then we got a bunch of um, Slack channels. So for example, let me actually open it right now. Yeah, so for example, we have a Slack channel for branding where basically our branding is stored that anyone who comes in can, you know, look into that, feel into that. And then we have a newsletter Slack channel for the newsletter, a podcast Slack channel and a website Slack channel. And those are the ones visible to everyone. And this is really like, for example, when there's a new podcast episode, just quickly taking you behind the scenes, when there's a new podcast episode, I'll usually just write this in there and then I'll give the the episode title, the tagline, and then my little text that goes with it. 
<laughs> let's be honest, this whole thing is something that technically is my assistant Kim's job. But <laughs> since I'm a bit messy sometimes, slash a lot of times, what often happens is that I just, you know, record the podcast episode. My boyfriend, Wouter, he actually edits my podcast episode. So then it's like, you know, we live together, we travel together. So it's like, babe, recorded this thing. Can you edit it? And then he edits it. And then, you know, sometimes it's just like a thing of like within a day that I recorded, he edits it and it goes out. And then I don't want Kim to like have to do this like super last minute. So then I just write it myself, which that happened, I think, the two, the last two episodes or so. But anyhow, technically, Kim would be writing the show notes for the podcast, but a lot of of times also I just end up doing it, Um, which that is also something in terms of teams to, I think, be flexible around. Because like for me, I think I said this in another episode, I've been trying to make more regular podcast episodes so that Kim knows, hey, Wednesday, whatever, you know, there will be a new podcast episode coming out so she can listen whenever she wants to quickly browse through the podcast episode, make the show notes. She doesn't listen to the full episode. I wouldn't want to pay anyone to like listen to my whole episode, but she like browses through the episode and then makes um, the show notes. So that's like the ideal world. But then also I have this ideal world where I just like to do what I like to do and I just like to go with the flow. And then sometimes that means that, yeah, I'll just end up doing it. And we don't have that structure that in a perfect world we may have. Oh, yeah, I was just talking about, you know, my whole thoughts on teams. And like, to me, we do have the Slack and, you know, everybody's in there that's involved in the company. But it's not like there is like giant communication going on all the time. And like, we have this company culture in that sense and to me like I said you know maybe I'll change my mind around this but currently I'm just like I always lull a bit to myself when I see all these people like talking about their fancy teams and like my team this my team that and to me it's just like oh whatever (laughs) you know like I don't know you know don't we just feel when it feels like someone is saying things to sound cool to sound like more professional to sound more like they have it all figured out and whatever and to me it's like we're a beautiful gatheration of humans bringing this company forward while also like doing our own things in life and yeah the slack is where where we all connect but also it's we don't all connect all the time so for me yeah I think that hits it the best like for me it's just a beautiful gatheration of beautiful humans and like everyone has their own different tasks and that is how it works for me we do have like a I think this actually comes with Slack if you set it up. I'm not sure. We we do have like a hashtag meeting room. Well, that's like the Slack. It's called meeting room. They're all hashtags, whatever. Uh, if you know Slack, you know what I'm talking about. And like, you know, when someone else comes in, like I tell them that they should like introduce themselves just so that the other people know who's this person, what are they doing. But yeah, that's basically all we use it for. Um... Yeah, so that's basically it. I'm sometimes just like, what the fuck ever to me. But I'm just repeating myself. To me, it's just like, don't grow a team because it's cool to grow a team. I know there's a lot of people who like hire all these people. And like, personally, I'm just a really big fan of lean business. Like, you know, not like blowing things up just to blow things up in a sense of like having a team. Like I said, to me, it's like, if I have something I don't want to do, I'll outsource it. If there's something like there recently was where I desire just some some support around, I'll, you know, manifest that person to to come into my life. Or actually, in that case, I was like, oh, actually, I know exactly who I want for this. And then I reached out to this person and, you know, the rest is history. But like, for me, it's that simple. Um, And therefore, I sometimes just think like, people are like overly obsessed with building teams. Like, let's remember everything gets paid and like, I'm so here for the abundance, as you know, but also let's not be stupid and hire 10,000 people for 10,000 things that we don't actually need or we don't have work for. And that actually brings me to another thing because like, I made, I made it, I make all the mistakes for us and then I can tell you what I've done and what I would not recommend. But on the other hand, you know, always no regrets. But like, um, Last year, I believe in like spring, summer, I hired my first VA. So like I had my tax accountant and then I think my second person was my tech Zandra, as I always call her. Uh, She helped me build my 
my members area because that was actually well i'm not gonna tell the full story but like it was super awesome because i don't even remember how we got together um but i do remember that i was telling her about like the stream to have like my own members area not to go like kajabi or any of these other platforms but like to have it myself on my own website and she was like well that's like super easy we can easily do that and i was like oh my god like for me that was like a thing that would have happened like in three years down the line maybe which keep in mind <laughs> like if we ask for guidance if we open conversations if we are being open in general we somehow land in conversations and situations that solve problems we didn't even really have, but that we thought we would have to figure out at some point or things that we wanted at some point. And it's like, well, you can have it now, bitch, you know? And so, yeah, then I think my second person was Nandra. And then last spring, I believe, I hired my first VA. And to be honest, like, she was awesome, but I didn't really have so much work for her and I think at the time like my business was really like blowing up at the time and I wasn't as confident <laughs> as I was today and I was like oh I think I need a team and I remember like there were certain elements that were draining me but still it wasn't like that was really like work that kept piling up or anything it was like really small things and then like at the time I had a membership but then at some point I also stopped the membership so there was like nothing to do with that anymore and I always felt guilty for like not having work for her. Like she was always super sweet about it. But I always felt like, fuck, like, you know, I kind of agreed to work with this person. And like, I don't have work for her. And, you know, she wasn't hired on like a set retainer. So like for me, it was good because I didn't pay her for work she didn't do. But also I felt bad because I was like, you know, she probably in some way was excited to have the job. Or I don't know if excited is the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, you know. You think you have this client, but you never know when this client is going to have work for you. Like, to me, that would suck, to be honest. So I always felt a bit bad for that. Um, and then I also had an OBM last year. That was also great at the time. But then at some point I realized, okay, this is not fully working out for me either. Again, not as much work. And like the focus was going in different directions, la di da di da um, And also like... She was really creative, which was exactly what I was looking for at the time. But at some point, again, there we go. I was like, I want to do all these creative things. And I don't want someone who's exactly like me with these things, you know. Um, and that is something. Oh, this is a good one. I've heard, this, I've heard this from clients a lot of times. And I've definitely been there myself. Um, actually, like the other day, I actually met Kim, my, my current PA and VA. And... We talked about this, that like my boyfriend said, yeah, in the beginning, Christina didn't even want to hire you because you're so different from her in so many ways. But like, that's actually why I ended up hiring her and working with her, which, you know, I love. I love having her um, because she's not exactly like me. And like, I'm I'm very flowy. I'm very creative. I just love doing my things and, you know, just researching like fashion forever and like all things beautiful. But I also need people in my life who just get shit done, you know, who are like very practical, hands on, let's get, you know, let's get this rolling. And that's like my little tip for you. I know we always think, oh, I want someone who's exactly like me. But like, what the fuck does that mean, right? Because like, again, in the conversation with Kim the other day, we had like this beautiful dinner here in Porto. I really was thinking like we are alike you are like me in some ways but in in exactly the ways that I'm talking about when I say I want someone like me she's super dedicated super devoted super like you know fucking here to do the work but in terms of personality she's way more practical and rational than me which is really good because this is complementary and this like I said this is a tip for me to you like don't hire the person who's exactly like you unless you're hiring them for like a specific job where that's really fitting like the last person I've hired she is a lot like me we've actually known each other for like a lot of years she is a lot like me but I also brought her in to do some creative work with me on certain projects that I'm doing so that I have someone to brainstorm I have someone to to brainstorm with me, but also to do some practical work, but it's all more in the creative realm. So that was really intentional. I don't need her to like 
you know, get shit done, do like technical stuff, whatever. It's all in the creative space. So that was intentional. But like in the past, I was like, oh, I think we vibe so well as persons, you know, as people. And like, I think you hear it. Like, it's not like I'm not vibing with him at all. But it's like, I like having people who compliment me as a person. And I think it's smart to have that. And it's easy, especially like between women, right? Like we always want to be like sisterhood, la-di-da-di-da, vibe so well. But it's like, my love, at the end of the day, we have businesses. And when we hire, we want to make sure it's the best for the business. And sometimes just being like overly friendly, that's not even the right word, but overly friendshipy, I would say, to be with your with your people in the in the working realms i think it can be obviously great like i have a great relationship with everyone but it's not like we're constantly like having calls and then chatting about what we did last night you know like it's still very like spot on and hands-on and like practical um yeah i feel like i keep starting things and i have like a bunch of notes here and i'm just like always going off so like i don't fucking know where i was going but i'm sure you took a long term this um and then another thing that i wrote down here that we're just going to continue with is the concept of failing forward so i believe when it comes to building your team it can be easy like everything can be easy right like we can manifest the perfect person everything goes well and it's just beautiful but on a practical level most of us haven't been bosses before and like most of us haven't run businesses before right so we don't know what it's like to like manage people what we need to pay attention to when hiring you know the uncomfortable uncomfortableness i think that's the word of like firing people letting go of people blah 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 And like with all of this, with everything, when it comes to building your team, allow yourself to fail forward. You will likely hire people and you will likely let go of people at some point. And that's just what it is. Like I said, when I say that, I'm not saying you can't have the best motherfucking experience ever, right? Like this is always so important for me to say because I know there's a lot of coaches, mentors who actually just like teach their own limiting beliefs to their clients. And like, of course, I have my own limiting beliefs. But what I do also have is like this really, I can really see far ahead. Like I'm a fucking smart human. So for me, it's like, even when something is my own limiting belief, I'm like usually very fucking aware of it and like working on it. And I can see when I say something like, oh, that doesn't have to be everyone's truth. Okay, so listen to this, but also keep the gateway open that you're going to have the most amazing fucking team experience ever. And you're never going to have to fire anyone. And it's just all fucking beautiful. And, you know, you're never going to have to fail forward. You're just dancing forward or whatever. But yeah, my experience has been uh, that failing forward is a thing. And I know from like, my coach and, you know, so many other people I've spoken to that it's pretty normal <laughs> to, you know, hire people. And then some point, like you change direction, especially in the beginning of your business. It's pretty normal that you change directions and you notice, hey, I don't actually need this person anymore. Or, hey, I'm maybe not so happy with the work of this person, la di da di da And again, wearing all the hats, when you're hiring people, when you're building your team, you are going to learn, you're going to have to learn to, as I was saying, manage the team and to lead the team in a way. Because here's the thing, if you don't lead the team, the team will lead you. And this actually brings me to another point that I want to share with you. Another point that I've written down is make sure that, I just called it the frame, the frame of working together works for you. Right. What I mean by that is you want to respect, obviously, other people's boundaries, other people's rules, so to speak, but also obviously your own. And I've seen this countless times before where people actually out of their own wounds of not being, you know, of not wanting to be disliked, of not wanting to seem disrespectful or whatever. I don't feel like I'm using the perfect words here, but I'm sure you're understanding what I mean. Like then they've agreed to terms and conditions that didn't actually work for them because they didn't dare to say, hey, listen, like this and this and this wouldn't really work for me. Like, I would love to work with you, but can we like talk about this thing? And like, this is how it goes, you know? And like, I'm not just talking or not really actually like talking about like someone's um, 
someone's rate, you know, how much they want for the job. But like, you know, some people would, for example, sell, let's say they would only sell a 10 hour retainer per month, but you feel like you only actually need three then obviously you're not going to pay this person for the 10-hour retainer. But also then you don't need to say no. You can still open the conversation and be like, hey, listen, this is what it is. But also this is like for so many other things, right? Like I feel like there's sometimes this like tiptoeing when it comes to hiring people where we're just like being stuck in our fucking good girl and being like, oh yeah, sure, that's fine. And it's like, but it's not for you, you know? Like it's not fine then. And to me, I've seen so many applications for jobs over time because I've, you know, I've had a bunch of positions free and then you get like 10 million people applying for these things, which if you haven't done this ever, like I can 100,000% recommend to do it a bit more like an application when you are looking for, you know, someone to help you in the business, like either go over recommendations. I know that can be great. Literally one of my one-on-one clients is potentially starting with one of my people now based on recommendation. Um, But, and like, actually that was also a cool thing, quickly sharing that here. Like at some point I really realized like I am an asset to someone's network at this point because I referred like a lot of people over time, like a lot of clients to my bookkeeper. At some point my clients would tell me she doesn't take people anymore. And like, there was a lot of cross promoting in that sense, which I love, I love having contacts to give to people which also from a human design perspective makes total sense for my line four anyhow just a little side note here again um you'll also you know you'll also build your network and it's great to have a network where you can just ask people but also just because your friend someone you trust recommended someone still doesn't mean that yet then you have to end up working with them i feel like this is going to be like such a long episode like i should just (laughs) treat a training on this or something I have so much to say to this because even just that thing is like I could now talk about this for half an hour but like make sure that the frame of working together works for both parties you're a business owner in the like more traditional old school business world people discuss terms and conditions of contracts all the motherfucking time So just because we're now in the online space and we're all like so connected with our hearts and shit, like you still need to make sure that it actually works for you and not agree to terms and conditions that don't sit right with you because you don't want to like, you know, have that uncomfortable conversation or you don't or you feel like because I feel like that's more often the case. You feel like, yeah, but like, you know, this is what it is. And I don't want to be unfair if they charge this much, if they want this thing, if blah, 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 blah. But it's like. But there's no fucking point in agreeing to something that's that you already know doesn't work for you, right? So like respect, obviously respect other people and their boundaries, but even more so your job is to respect your own boundaries and for that to be clear on what you actually want, right? You know, I'm so here for knowing what you actually want. And so when it comes to hiring people, when it comes to building your team, I would say before anything, get clear on like, how would that work for you? How does that work best for you? And also like, you don't need to have a master plan. Like, so I'm going to hire this person for this and this and this, and I'm going to hire this person for this and this and this. But like, what I mean is, okay, how do I want to feel in my body as I allow myself to be widely supported by this person, the team, whatever, right? Get clear on how like your dream relationship, your dream team feels like. Not looks like, but feels like. Too often, as I was saying, it's about like how things look. To me, it's all about how things feel. And that is ultimately why I would say my business is very easy because I don't care about like how something looks. I care about how something feels to me. And what doesn't feel great gets to be ditched, replaced, outsourced, whatever. Um, But I don't get stuck on, you know, just making things look fancy. Sometimes I do when it comes to graphics and shit, but like you get the deal. With all of that being said, kind of connected to the first thing, or not the first thing, the last thing. (coughs) With all of that being said, kind of connected to the previous point, 
allow yourself to be widely supported so like don't go into fucking controlling mode micromanaging mode but also again be clear on your own expectations how do you want this person to do x y and z or like don't you just care at all and you just want them to do it like be clear on your own expectations because like from my own experience I remember you know last year when I was just starting to hire more people I was always so wishy-washy and I always was just like oh I'm just gonna let them do their thing because they know what they're doing but like to be honest like not everyone always knows what they're doing I don't always know what I'm doing and so you know that's the same for most other people I mean I I think it's kind of the same for every human actually but you know what I mean so like be clear on your own expectations because otherwise This is like the same with business, right? Feminine, masculine energy. If there is no frame, people will just float over. People will just cross your boundaries all the time. People will like float out of your expectations all the time. If we like think about this in a very visual way. So you need to be clear. What are the expectations? When you're not clear, you can't communicate them. And you know, I always say this, if you're an avid listener and you know, you follow my content online. Like I always say this, when we're super clear, we often don't even need to communicate that. People just understand because we're so clear. It's in our energy field how we see certain things, how we want certain things to be done. But like never hurts to fucking communicate. But like you need to be clear on your own expectations for this person. Example, had this with clients or they were telling me, you know, things like that. And I've been there myself as well where a team member which is like work and work and work and work because we had agreed on an hourly package versus like a retainer for like every month they do X hours. And so they would work just on an hourly rate and then, you know, send me an invoice for the hours they've worked. But there was like no strict, okay, don't go over this amount, blah, 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 because it's like, you know, just, just do the work. But what sometimes happened then was that I received what felt like giant fucking invoices um, where I was like, what what was done for that amount? And this is really where I'm like, this is not where we go to like, what the fuck did she do, right? Like this is loving leadership to me, but this is where I needed to ask myself, hey, how did I not communicate clearly here? How How did this happen? You know, what is my part in this happening? Because obviously there was a part in me, in, in me, you know, letting this happen and me not being clear that that is not okay for me, etc, etc, etc. And with that, I actually have another tip for you, another piece of advice. Um, again, this may be different for you, but this is definitely my truth. If you work with freelancers, which most people do in the beginning, and you know, a lot of people even do this, like the whole business. My recommendation is get someone who's already business savvy because or what I mean by that is like get someone who's who's done the job that you're hiring them for for a while because it is so much easier in terms from uh, in terms of communicating with them like they are experienced in being a x y and z right they're experienced in being a VA a graphic designer web designer whatever you're you're outsourcing right they have their own workflows and they're not like all over the place with every task. They have their own routines, their own workflows. And not only does that help you save time, which helps you save money, but also in my experience, it's so much easier to communicate with those people. Plus when I say business savvy, what what I also mean is like, they're not going to waste your time and money, right? Like, because to me, my experience is that the people who have been at it for a while they will say, hey, like, I don't know how to do this thing, but I'm like eager to learn it, but I'm not going to charge you for learning it. Again, people may disagree here, but like, I love this kind of attitude of like, okay, like I want to offer this to you, but you don't need to pay me for learning it. So I'm not going to charge you for learning it. You know, I'll be happy to have this thing in my, in my, in my offer suite after that I can offer to other people as well. So happy to learn it, but I'm not going to charge you for it. Where my experience is like, let's just say beginners, they're more likely to then like charge you for all the things they're doing. And like for me, I'm just, I'm just not here for it. Because this is like the thing, if that was like an employee, I would see this differently. But since it's a freelancer offering specific services, to me, I don't want to pay for them to learn the skill and then, you know, sell it to 10,000 other people 
but I paid for them getting trained on it. Like, unless it's like a super specific thing where I'm like, you know, in the hiring process, it's already clear, okay, I want this thing and, you know, it's like a bigger thing. So like, yes, I'm open to paying like a course or whatever um, on this. And like I said, keep in mind, I may change my opinions on these things, but this is my current status, status quo. And so I do love working with business savvy people who don't invoice you for every single fart they did. <laughs> and they're just being, you know, business savvy. They know that they need to make money and I'm like happy to pay for, for their work. But also I don't want to pay for like stupid shit. I don't want to pay because someone totally gets lost in researching something. La 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 la. And like I said, to me, the whole team thing is really something like, more masculine business but like since I like to flow and you know just do my thing and just do things when I feel like them la 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 la, I need that structure I love need is a bit harsh we don't need shit I love having this like more tight back end so to speak that's like I know this is what I can lean on you know it's really like feminine masculine energy I want to be in my feminine most of the time and like really enjoy just being in the creation la di da di da but like, therefore, I need a team that's not exactly like that. And I need a team or I want a team. I desire to have a team that's just like set and, you know, very much just like it's the frame so that I can flow in, in that frame. Okay, and I kind of want to wrap this up. I kind of want to go back into the city, but I have one more point that actually comes um, into something we talked about before, but I kind of want to mention this here because, again, had this inclined conversation, so I feel like this is going to be helpful for you as well. Allow yourself to be the boss, right? Yes, even if we have a team of freelancers and it's it should always be an eye-to-eye relationship, in my opinion, in that case, you're the one giving the work, right? And you're the one receiving the result, And you may not always be happy with the results that you're getting from someone. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean you need to fire them. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean that you suck and you didn't clearly communicate like it can mean that, but it doesn't have to. Like, you may not always be happy with someone's work and that's okay. It's okay for them. It's okay for you. It's always our invitation to be a bit more clear on what we want and You need to allow yourself, though, to give feedback and you, again, want to learn, like we uh, spoke about in the beginning, you may want to learn how to communicate in that way. Um, Actually, I learned this from my coach, but I know it's like a thing, like my boyfriend always says, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what you learn in every job. So apparently that's that's the thing of the shit sandwich. So you say something nice, (laughs) then you say the less nice thing, totally in fucking quotation marks, right? We're allowed to give feedback, critique, whatever. It's just a society thing that we believe it's a bad thing. Um, And then you say something nice again. So nice, shit, nice. It's the shit sandwich. Um, Very great way to to do everything in life. Same with your partner, right? Give them something nice, something shit, something nice. Anyhow, just allow yourself to be the boss. Allow yourself to receive a result. Well, now this sounds like a manifestation thing, but like, you know, it's okay to sometimes get a result from someone you're working with and not love it. The thing is, you need to be honest about it. Like, because especially when someone is like newer on your team, you haven't been working with them for a long time. They need to get to know you. They need to get to know you better and what you like and what you don't like. And they may need to understand your brand better. la di da di da And that sometimes takes time. Like, yes, you can set yourself up to make it easier, like, we have the Slack channel with the branding and also we have a notion where there's like the brand mission stored and all sorts of things um, so that people who come in the company can read into that and get to know my vision better, the values, la 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 la. Um, which I feel like this is a fucking good episode, isn't it? <laughs> like, please give this podcast five stars if you haven't already. It helps us being found by other people. Always feel free to send me a message on Instagram, what you took from the podcast. I love hearing from you. Always melts my heart. I'm always so excited to hear, you know, what you took from it. But also I feel like this is such a juicy fucking episode because I know to the outside a lot of times all you see of me is like me dancing and me being in nice places and tanning naked in the sun and la di da di da and like that is the majority of my life but the majority of my life is possible because of this as well 
that fucking helps, you know, like this morning, I wasn't really working, but I took two minutes or whatever to like answer people on my team so that, you know, they can continue doing things while I'm just having a coffee in the cafe. So like that fucking helps. And I think it gives you a more authentic understanding of business and my business as well. I know there's people who like complain saying like, yeah, but they have this whole team in the back and like they say it's easy, but then like everyone else is doing the work. And like to me, it's not like that. I don't have anyone like working like super many hours in my business. I have a super fucking lean business, which by the way, if you're interested in working one-on-one with me and you already have a solid business, you're like at six figures or close to six figures. Maybe you're even at multiple six figures. In my one-on-one, I only work with like really advanced business owners because that's the kind of conversation I enjoy having. So if this is you and you feel turned on by my way of ruling, you just feel the, the call, I don't need to tell you what to do. I just want to tell you I'm so here for you. And, you know, I'm actually having some capacity opening um, over the summer. So DM me on Instagram if you're interested and we can get chatting on that. <sighs> now, where was I going with this? question we ask ourselves all the time in this episode I feel like but yeah I was saying that this podcast is such a juicy one because I feel like it gives you a better insight on like what's also going on behind the scenes that I don't talk about so often and I feel like maybe this episode can give you the impression like there's super much going on like I was saying that also doesn't feel real to me but the team that I do have the work that I have outsourced I'm super super happy with And yeah, I like to keep it lean. I like to keep it simple and not just like, yeah, blow things up that don't need to be blown up. Maybe that's a quick thing I want to share as well. Like, who do I even have? So, you know, I have my Kim. (laughs) She's my Kim. You know, I have my Sandra, my Sandra, my, my my tech queen, as I always call her. Then we have a web designer. He built my website and he maintains the website. And, you know, whenever I want... A new sales page build or something like that I reach out to him um, and then my boyfriend edits the podcast and he helps me with managing people sometimes as well um, and then we have another person as of lately as I was mentioning this is a friend of mine who I have known forever who's helping me with some creative stuff which I feel like that's like a super unique hire which proves my whole point of doing it your way I think it's, like I said, I think it's an unusual hire, but I really felt like I want someone that I can brainstorm with. I want someone that I can invite into, like, my Pinterest, my my mind, my heart, someone that I know understands my vision, can think big enough, because, you know, I think very, very wide, very far, very local. I don't need someone to tell me that something is not possible. I need someone to be like all right, let's do it this way. How about this? This is an idea I have. And I was like, I feel like a lot of coaches and mentors don't offer this kind of stuff so much. Like, I always love really getting down and dirty with my clients and, you know, them sharing a new idea and then really being like, okay, how can we bring this to life in the most pleasure-filled, expansive way for you and your clients? I love these kinds of things. Um, But I feel like a lot of mentors aren't really offering that that's been my experience or maybe I just never asked for it properly anyhow it just you know apart from this all I just felt like this is not a mentor thing for me in this moment where I want a mentor to do this with me I want like a person that's really there really deep into all my things and I think that was actually the point that I was you know going for here like a coach is going to look with you a lot of times like, okay, let's look at this one thing in this one session and then maybe you catch up on it another time. But I really have some projects going on currently. Some of them are like over months and months and months. And I want someone to really be in there with me who can operate on the thing all the time. So like, for example, earlier today, maybe this will give you a better impression. Earlier today, I was messaging with her because she's currently looking for photographers in Paris, because I'm going to Paris really soon, next week actually, holy fuck, next week, well, very soon, like a couple of days, Um, I'm going to Paris, and Paris is a whole fucking vibe, as we all know, so I was like, I would love to do a photo shooting in Paris, like, I have so many ideas of fun things we could do in Paris with photos, and I really, really desire new photos, I feel like mine just 
you know, the photos I had taken last year. Amazing photographer, Anna in Mallorca. I love her so, so much. If you ever need a photographer in Mallorca, let me know. Can 1000% recommend her. But like these photos from last year just felt outdated to me. I'm like, I'm still using them here and there, but like, I really felt this desire for new photos. And so I was like, let's see if there is a photographer in Paris. But again, I can get totally lost in these things. And I'm also traveling right now. I want to enjoy that and be present in that. So I don't want to research this. So like I gave gave her access to like my Pinterest boards and all of these things, all of my visions. And she basically searched photographers and then she sends me what they send her when they get back to her and like the different options that we got, la di da di da. And I just basically need to approve. And if I approve, I get an invoice and like the communication goes over her though. So it's really awesome because she's like, with me in the creative but she's also operational in the sense of like she'll reach out to the photographers or for example some of you some of my germans you may be on the wait list for my first offline event which by the way if you're not shoot me a dm on instagram would love to have you it's like whoo maybe i should drop the name right now because it's like the fucking oh it's so fucking sexy Let's not do it right now. Let's keep it as a teaser. Ha. But anyhow, if you do want to or if you're interested in joining my first ever offline event this summer in Germany, it's probably going to be either Dusseldorf or Frankfurt. Um, if you want to join that or if you're interested in joining that, send me a DM on Instagram and I'll send you or I'll not send you anything right now, but I'll put you on the wait list um, for it. And then you'll receive all the information first. And yeah, basically... She, you know, is researching the photographers for Paris, also some photographers for Germany after, and she's also currently researching locations for that first ever offline event. And, you know, so she is doing the researching work and the practical work, for example, of um, talking to these people, these locations, but also we sometimes sit together and just like brainstorm creative things in relation to the event, in relation to, you know, some brand things that are happening behind the scenes, la di da di da And I just wanted a person, like I said, that's really going to be in it with me. So not someone that like looks at it and brainstorms with me once or twice, but like someone who's really in there and also takes off some things off of my plate that are more on the operational that comes from the creative. And maybe this inspires you and you're like, oh, never thought of that, but that's actually amazing. Maybe not. Maybe you'll think about this at a later point when you're when you're looking to hire someone or whatever. But like for me, this was just exactly what I was looking for, what I was craving, what Mahari was telling me to do. And so we did. And yeah, as I was saying, this is really what I always say, you get to do it your way. But therefore, you also need to feel into your body, be present with your body to feel into what do you want? What is your heart telling you to do? What is the guidance that you're receiving? Because as I said in the beginning, a lot of people, unfortunately, they're not so connected with their body. So they're so used to tapping out of their body and just operating from their mind. And then this whole thing of following your heart, man, it's fucking hard. Again, I think I'm going to do another episode on this because this is so good. Um, anyhow, I think this is basically it. And I know this was like a fucking long episode, but I know and trust that this episode was really, really helpful for you. If you haven't rated the podcast five stars, like I said, please do it now. Helps us to spread the love with more people. And if you want to be on the waitlist for the event, DM me. Also, if you have any additional questions around this episode, something that I may have not covered or something where you feel, you know, it's something that I said that you would like further thinking on, whatever the fuck it is, I have DMs. You can pop into them. And I'm always happy to, you know, answer some short question. There is a boundary. I do not give free coaching on Instagram. But like, if you ask me one question, there is a very fucking high chance I'll answer, you know, and you'll be like wildly receiving. I know where my own boundaries are, but I also sometimes feel like I have this, this aura that sometimes people don't even dare to like message me and ask me something. And it's like, don't be an asshole. Don't be disrespectful. But like, I'm also human and, you know, my whole fucking purpose is helping people. So it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, fuck you. If you, you know, ask me a short question or you have a thought, like I'm always so excited. And sometimes I get so confused because like literally sometimes people send me a message and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for answering. And I'm like, 
I'm not like Britney Spears or something. I mean, I'm Christina fucking Arts, you know, but still like I don't buy it. And I'm really, really excited always to hear from you. So if there's anything um, related to this episode or in general that you want to share, pop into my DMs. Happy to chat. And now I'm going to quickly try on the dress that I bought because like I said, I didn't try it on um, in the shop. So quickly going to do that and then go in the city, maybe do some more shopping because I've actually been in Porto two times. So it's not like I need to do big sightseeing. Also, fuck sightseeing sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I always felt like I needed to see everything that was like in the books of what you needed to see until I realized I fucking don't. You know, there can be the thing that you need to look at when you go to this place. But like who fucking said that you do what lights your heart on fire? my heart gets lighted on fire by shopping. So, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then, yeah, going to meet someone for coffee later. And then I'm going to meet my brother later, which I'm so excited about because he's actually in Porto right now as well. And for those of you who don't know, my brother lives in the US. So, you know, with the whole pandemic going on, I didn't see him a lot at all. I actually saw him once in the last two and a half years or so. So super excited to be seeing him tonight as well. And then we're actually invited for a party. So... Things are just beautiful and wonderful and I talked to you way longer than I had planned but like I said hope and trust that you enjoyed this episode let me know your thoughts do whatever that you need to do also like I said if you do want to play one-on-one pop into my dms you know you know you don't have to sign up for anything but then we can chat if this is for you and with that all being said remember who the fuck you are remember you're already good enough remember that there's nothing you need to do to be successful you just need to understand you already are and that you already are whole you're a motherfucking badass. I wish you the most beautiful, delicious day ever. And I will speak to you in the next episode.